a Radio 191 FM podcast. And do I have a treat for everyone listening today? I have the wonderful Don McGlashan on the phone, a uh, key member of such musical institutions in New Zealand as the Front Lawns, Blam Blam Blam, and of course the Mutton Birds, which is why we are talking to him today, because they have reunited again for a set of shows across New Zealand. The Dunedin one is happening very, very soon, in fact, this Friday the 24th at 7.30pm at the Glenroy Auditorium. Since the split up of the band in the early 2000s, Don has worked on solo albums and projects, most recently Lucky Stars, which received widespread praise. And now back with the Mutton Birds, he's here to talk to us about old and new times. Don, it's a pleasure to talk to you today. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good, good. It's actually really warm today in Dunedin, which is a bit of a miracle. Um, how's it for you? Uh, it's good, kind of muggy up here in Auckland, but we're practising uh, one street over from where we first started practising when we first got the band together. We, we were in a uh, like a... Um, uh, for screen printing studio um, in Greylin, Auckland, and uh, they used every toxic chemical known to humans, and oh uh, we'd, we'd, we'd stagger out of the practice room sort of dizzy, and uh, uh, so it's bringing back old times at the moment. We're sort of wandering around to the same cafes that we were in uh, all those years ago. Oh wow, that's crazy! Well, that that's so cool though for you guys. I was going to say so because Greylin now has must have changed a lot since you guys first started practicing that it's really gentrified in the last couple of years eh yeah it's, i mean you can't park anywhere it's i mean yeah i mean we can uh it's, once once we're in the studio just playing it all drops away but that, yeah it's, it, tim finn once said that it's uh, when you leave new zealand you leave new zealand because you because uh, you think nothing's going to change but when you come back it's all the things that have changed that infuriate you um <laughs> i think he's right about that so i've been away i've been away for a few months now in canada and, and uh, alan of course lives in uh, in England now, so yeah, we, wow. we we have kvetching sessions about how gentrified it all is. But then, once the door closes on the practice room, we're just four people in a room with oh, instruments excellent. again. So it's rather wonderful. I was going to say, um, um, how's it been for you guys getting back together for this tour? How have you found the experience? Well, we we've never sort of kept, never been out of touch. You know, we spent we um, you know I, I see David a lot. Uh, and I've worked with Ross a lot. Alan, I see whenever I go back to Britain because I, I go back there to do solo tours quite a bit, so we hook up. Um, and we're all still really good friends. So I think, yeah, I mean, when we just when we sit down to play the songs, they just click. Um, there's a couple of things that we're changing now. Um, in some ways, it's, we felt this way last time we got together, which was, I think, eight years ago now, um, which is that we... We're sounding better now than we ever did because everybody's playing better. Oh. I think um, I think everybody's just locking in, and there's a there's a cool thing that happens in a in a small band. Without uh, people don't play with lots of pedals and lots of scushy noises, and there's no keyboards to fill up the, the spaces. So you've just got lots of emptiness between the, the notes, and you either you either kind of barrel barrel through those spaces, hmm. uh, or you sort of breathe into them and let them expand and I think that's what's happening with us we're uh, we're actually listening to the spaces around the notes now and it's um, it's really working that's fantastic well it sounds like you're all in a pretty awesome space so I mean I guess I guess no better time really to do something like this which is quite wonderful um, so yeah, well, David's super busy he's doing the <coughs> he's doing the music for the luminaries there's uh, like a, um, a TV series um, oh. being made of the uh, Ellen Hatton uh, book so he's working on that um, uh, Alan, we can only get back to New Zealand for short periods. Um, mm. So it's yeah, it's it's very cool. We can and uh, Ross is working full time with um, with Dave Dobbin, of course. Of course. Uh, 
so it's um and i've got all my different projects on so it's uh, it's pretty cool that we can all find the time to get back together no no definitely definitely and i mean you, you are doing quite a few shows as well which is very cool but i have to ask um do you find it that you get a very particular kind of response from an audience in dunedin when you perform Ah, uh, well, I was I was back in Dunedin playing um, with Blam 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 only a few months ago, and that was fantastic. That was a brilliant show. We um, we were at the Cook, and and uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the South Island was always really good for us mm. um, in the Mutton Boots, um, and um, Dunedin particularly. So uh, it's I haven't got this time. We haven't got a lot of time to just just hang around because we've got <laughs> we've got we've got a gig. Um, we're, we're rehearsing now, and we've got, we've got, got the gig, and then we're going to drive to Christchurch the next, next day for a, a festival outdoor show that we're doing, ah. um, which is a pity because I love to spend a bit of time and go for a drive along the peninsula and that. But um, mm. next time, next time. Next time. <laughs> That's yeah. a good one. Well, I'm sure there will be a next time. Um, yeah. But, you know, you guys have got a pretty jam-packed schedule. So I guess, um, you know, a question that I've always had now that I've got, your, now that I've got you on the phone and I've got time for you uh, you know, mutton birds. Are you actually a fan? Do you often eat mutton bird? Have you eaten a mutton bird in the past? Was that where the name came from? I have to ask. I certainly have. No, I certainly have. Um, uh, when in the front lawn, when we were touring around with the front lawn, Harry, Harry's, Harry Sinclair, who's the other half of the front lawn, his, he's got family roots in Stewart Island, and they've got mutton birding uh, territories. There's, there's a, a Maori uh, part of Harry's family going back into, um, you know, back. Uh, back a generation, oh, yeah. and so he's got all he's got all, all these cousins, Maitaku cousins, um, and uh, he when we'd travel around, um, uh, we would eat mutton bird, and he took me at one stage to when we played Stewart Island, he took me to uh, the, the family land, um, and then when we were looking around for for names for the band, we had a whole bunch of possibilities, but I kept coming back to that name just because. I love the way the birds fly. I just love the way they kind of, uh, you know, squeeze themselves between two elements. <laughs> you know, they fly close along the water. And if you've ever been uh, on the ferry to Stewart Island and they've, the birds sort of follow you along the boat and they do that sort of arcing and diving and oh, wow. uh, it's just mag magnificent. And uh, I was just sort of in love with that. And I, I kind of didn't think about whether it would translate into the rest of the world because we didn't really have a plan. Hmm. Um, but, and... Um, but yeah, and I sort of I I kept coming back to that name, and I, I said to Harry, "Look, I know this is your family thing, but can I have it as the name of the band of this band I'm going to form after the after the front lawn?" And he said, "Yep, go for it." So uh, <laughs> that's awesome. So that's, that's how it's happened. And I have um, there's a, there's a, um, a friend of mine in Dunedin called Michael Stevens, who's a, uh, um, a university professor, hmm. uh, and he he's also connect, has family connections with. Stuart Island, and he uh, he got in touch with me because he he uh, edited and may still edit a uh, a magazine for mutton birders, which is basically for um, for people who uh, are in the <laughs> mutton birding families. But it's also sort of a uh, like a like a cultural studies uh, magazine as well, and and oh. it's an environmental studies as well. So he 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 rang me up and said, "Would you do an article for it?" And then we stayed in touch, and then um, sometimes he comes to gigs and gives me a mutton bird. After, I'm not after bad. the gig, <laughs> <laughs> I love so, um, And I've had so I've usually, usually if I've eaten them, they've come from him or I've bought them uh, from somewhere else. I've once or twice I've been to Fleurs in um, um, uh, just north of Dunedin there, hmm. and they 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 serve a fantastic 
fantastic mutton bird. I think it's a, I think it's a starter. It's not a main. But no, no, I'm into it. Oh, awesome. I was going to say, I, I knew there had to be some sort of history around that. Um, and then I have another question for you. Is when, I, when I was doing research to talk to you, because um, I'd already heard some of the music from the front lawns and a bit of the mutton birds, um, every, every person I spoke to about it um, just seemed so enthusiastic about the project and about what you guys did. What is it do you think that you sort of gave to the market that Kiwis responded so well to with the mutton birds? With the mutton birds? Yeah. Um, uh... Well, that's really hard to answer because you, you um, it's a good question, but it's, it's kind of, if you're in the centre of something, it's hard to know, hmm. it's hard to, to tease out all the strands of, of uh, you know, what's good about it and what's bad. I mean, um, we, we were really serious about what we're doing and, and we, we, we loved, uh, we love music. I know mean, that sounds a pretty soppy answer, but it, it really comes no. home to you when you're, when you've got a reunion like that, and, and you and you get in the practice room and pick up the instruments and and start start playing, and the magic sort of comes back. I mean, we've I've been standing in the practice room this last few days with sort of shivers up my spine, oh, wow. you know, feeling these songs again because uh, songs are a weird thing. They're kind of um, they seem quite a slight thing because they're just a you know three and a half four minutes of of <coughs> chords and and words, but they. Mm. They they hold they're like a concentrate they hold a lot of experience and a lot of description and a lot of landscape and um, and also when when people listen to your songs when people come along to your shows they invest uh, a lot of themselves in those songs um, mm. I, I noticed you know when I play when I play solo shows people come up to me and uh, tell me where they were when they first heard such and such a song and it's oh, wow. yeah I can, I can tell that that the songs become part uh, of their own history um and i guess uh yeah i mean i guess we we were we are fortunate in that in that some of our songs have connected with people in, in that way um maybe uh, you know i've i've always written about this place uh um I, I, you know, I've written about my experiences here and, and, and how much I love New Zealand and how much I love travelling around the country. So mm-hmm. maybe that's uh, maybe you know people people can connect to that. I really don't know. I mean, I'm I'm, uh, I'm thrilled when people come to the shows, and I'm always I'm, I'm never uh, I never take them for granted. No, and no, and I think they appreciate that, and I I really agree with you, and that I think that New Zealanders especially do have a sort of a more emotional attachment to songs and again like it's 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 temporal and it's spatial it doesn't really matter and it sort of takes you out of that experience um and i guess sort of in that same ilk of questioning um you i read you spoke about the production on your last solo album um uh, and have to, i had to ask um you spoke about how much you enjoyed it um, do you seek out these experiences, these collaborative experiences, and where do you see this energy that you still have for making music all the time? Um, where do you see it taking you in the next in, in the next couple of years? Oh, I'm I'm doing a crazy bunch of stuff at the moment. I'm, I'm I got drawn into a project uh, to open a building in Germany. Oh, uh, wow! And it's it's <laughs> it's a, uh, a a Samoan uh, a New Zealand-based Samoan artist called Michael Michael Tuffery, who's a wonderful uh, artist, a multi multimedia artist, which does works in large-scale sculpture and video and projections and all, all manner of things. And he's driving this project, uh, and I'm the musical director of it. And I get to I'm working with 
you know, to, uh, uh, a Samoan brass band and a German brass band, and we're, wow. we're um, you know, traveling to Samoa, and to, I've just come back, just come back from Berlin, uh, working with that. It wasn't it wasn't anything I kind of planned to be involved with because I've mm-hmm. I've got my al- album to my next album to do next year, and I was really looking forward to working on that. But this thing was. Uh, this this project's sort of so interesting. Um, oh, sounds fascinating. It's probably going to consume me for, for quite a bit. And also, the I've been working on the kids TV series with with Harry Sinclair this, that uh, I was talking about before from yeah, the front Kiri and Lou? Um, It's called Kiri and Lou, and it's actually uh, animated in Christchurch. Uh, oh wow! Um, there's an animation studio in Christchurch run by a guy called Ant, Ant Elworthy, uh, and that's uh, that's. Uh, we've just heard that's been picked up by the BBC. So, oh, excellent! Uh, just just last night, I was working on the last song for that, the last of the fifty-two, the little little five-minute episode. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I'm sort of moving in all directions at once and not slowing down. But um, uh, get on your the, the next the next next big thing that's going to happen is my next album. But mm. it's just it'll just be uh, you know when I when I get to that. <laughs> Fair enough. It sounds like you've got fingers in lots of pies, and yeah. it's nice that you can still do stuff like this, and you can, you know, perform shows um, around New Zealand with the mutton birds as well. Um, now, I was asked by my friend to give you Dunedin translated names for some of your songs, and you are completely oh, welcome to I reject mean, them. I've been meaning to try and get Dunedin translated names for the songs. <laughs> Are you going to do the whole set list, or just one uh, or two? I've got uh, five tracks which I have translated. If you, if you, if you'll bear with me, of course. Okay. Okay. So. Dominion Road. I'm feeling perhaps we rename it State Highway One, um, okay. and then um, instead of just Anchor Me, it could be Anchor Me in Port Chalmers. I thought that'd be quite oh, nice. Sounds good. I just got to work out how to fit all those words into the melody, but we'll do it. <laughs> just you know, just just um, you know, increase that BPM. Really keep you know keep the tempo going up. And then instead of um, the heater, it could be uh, considering the cold in Dunedin, it could be the many heaters. I was thinking yeah, yeah, quite that's good. Right. Or the heater in, um, we had uh, uh, a motelier in the old Mutton Birds days uh, somewhere. Is there a cannon gate? Oh, gosh, I can't remember what the, what the name of the motel is. Anyway, they, they had uh, little um, timers on all their heaters. Oh, so you'd, you'd, you'd set the heater and then you'd hear this ticking noise. And if you had two heaters in a room, you'd hear this sort of marvellous little symphony of ticking. <laughs> and then it would, it would tick, tick down. And after about 10 minutes, the heater would go off. I like that. I like this collaborative process we're going through right now, Don. I'm really yeah. enjoying this. Um, we've and I, I've got instead instead of just um, your window, I've got your single glazed window, um, which of course could be increased to double glazed depending on if the government really pushes through the right you know legislation in the future. Um, okay. And then we've got instead of just Wellington, I've got Dunedin. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. I mean, I don't have I don't have any. Well, do I have specific songs about Dunedin? I've, just, I've certainly got songs which. <laughs> Where I started writing them in Dunedin, oh, but, yeah. um, but no, I mean uh, Alan Gregg wrote, wrote Wellington, so we'll have to see whether he can. He's prepared to change that. We, do, we are going to do Wellington on this on this tour, so. Oh, yeah, wonderful! Like to see. No, I'll, I'll raise it. We'll, we'll have full and frank discussions about it. <laughs> I, I do. I do appreciate that. I mean, I just want to make my mark on history. That's all I want yep. to do. Really. Um, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, though, Don. Um, can't wait to see you this Friday, twenty fourth of January, at the Glenroy yep. Auditorium. Great. Looking it's going forward to, be, to it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck with all your projects and all the shows you've got coming up, and hopefully see you really soon. Okay. Good talking to you. No worries. Ha, have a great day. Bye. Bye. That was, of course, 
Um, Don McLashan um, of the Mutton Birds, um, Front Lawns, um, Blam Blam Blam. Uh, three acts you should definitely check out, and he's also got solo work as well. Uh, and it's really distinctive. It's very Kiwi, but it's still in its own wee niche genre as well. It's very pleasant. And um, that was Don this Friday at the Glenroy Auditorium, the Mutton Birds, 7:30 p.m. Could definitely be worth a go if you want a good introduction to classic 90s New Zealand sounds. That is the perfect wee start-up for you right now. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.